Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Welcome to Exploring Missions, connecting mission needs with those equipped by God to meet those needs across the world or across town. And now the host of Exploring Missions, Bert Harper on AFR Talk. So right now in the United States of America, there are almost one million international college students all across our country on hundreds of college campuses. Did you know most of those one of those one million college students, three the three largest countries that these students come from are China, India, and Saudi Arabia. This is Nathan uh, with Exploring Missions. Thank you for listening today. And our special guest that we are talking with today actually is a college student, a university student, a researcher from India. And we're talking today with uh, Sudhakar, my friend. He will give you his full name and title, um, and he will tell you his story of how he came to the U.S. to study and to do research as a student, and now he's getting ready to return to his homeland of India. And a really interesting story. I really wish you could know Sudhakar because he's a really interesting guy, and God's going to use him in in many powerful ways. Uh, But first, Sudhakar, thank you for being with us today. Thank you. So can you tell us a little bit about what life was for you growing up in India and what, where you came from and what, what is your background? So uh, I am born and raised uh, in a farmer's family. We are total three children uh, for my parents. I'm the oldest. Um, I was the only one uh, studying well uh, in edu- uh, I was doing well in education. So Usually parents, farmers, if the older son, if they have older, usually they, they try to have older son in the farming. Mm, yeah. But since I was doing well in my studies, uh, they allowed me to go for higher educations. And uh, I was uh, writing competitive entrance exams and I was provided fellowships from the government. So I was not a burden mm. for my parents. So they allowed me to go for higher studies. Um, at the same time, in our culture, Indian culture, if uh, usually the older son will have responsibility to take care of the whole family after the father. Mm. So my mom and my dad would always keep saying that you are studying well, you need to take care of your brothers and the whole family because we are farmers. Mm. In the place where we were living, it's a very drought. Uh, there were no rains. Mm. So definitely we were not making much money out of the work we were doing. Um, I finished my uh, undergrad and then I went for master's. During master's, uh, I was in a university campus in India, in northern India. I was provided fellowship, a pretty good amount of fellowship per month during the time. Um, But what was happening all these years I was really uh, searching for God and being a Hindu, I go to temples mm. as my parents go to temple and I, I used to go with them. But then 
during masters since i was doing biochemistry and also research as part of research we think a lot so as i go to temple i see the idols and i bow down before the idols and i see a temple priest between me and the idols then i have so many questions in my brain like these idols they don't have life then why am i coming and praying to these idols because for me since i'm in research and we do experiments and we we try to prove things and then only we believe things mm. so it was very hard for me to just to blindly believe mm. so um, you had the scientific mind that got it given you mm-hmm. that you had studied um and and exercised mm-hmm. and so now you applied it to your your religious background mm-hmm. of hinduism and there was not a lot of connection for you yes and also i always believed in god but then but, but then i had a lot of confusions because india is place for a lot of religions and um, while growing up i have seen uh, hindus and muslims riots hindus killing muslims muslims killing hindus and uh, so also we have a uh, christianity buddhism jainism and uh, there are Sikhi- there is a sikhism so I, I, there was a lot of confusion uh, i wanted to know god but i really don't know how would i know him but i was pretty sure that i was a sinner um, as a young man i did indulge in sinful life um so i i had the loneliness and the brokenness and a lot of questions mm. about my my own religion my own faith and in hinduism the philosophy of hinduism is you do good deeds you take care of your parents and family and uh, you do meditation you worship god so if you do all these things you may escape the reincarnation and then you may become you may be enlightened so that that is a philosophy and that's the end goal end goal of mm-hmm. a hindu uh, escaping from the reincarnation and attaining moksha mm. moksha means salvation okay but for me as i'm in science it's very difficult for me to think of the principle of reincarnation how it works because they would say if if i have done so many sins in this life and next birth i would be born as a lower animal mm-hmm. like maybe dog or maybe cat and then they would say that by chance you become again human then you would be able to correct your past sinful life when you are a human mm-hmm. but my question was once i'm born as dog or cat I'm not as smart as human so I have chances of going to the lower stage than coming to higher stage right so I don't have a chance at all to become a human mm. so I don't have a chance to correct my past mm. so it's like I felt there is no hope in the mm. uh, in the cycle so you mentioned that as you were doing your master's work in India that you felt loneliness and confusion about god would you say this is common for most hindus or is it mainly because you were a scientist and you had um these thoughts and feelings most of um my friends or most of hindus 
it's a very uh, uh, nominal uh, belief system because it's a very strong philosophy on the entire country as i was mentioning uh, taking care of themselves and study hard and get good job and taking care of them and taking care of family and then get married and mm. children and then their marriages so that's the primary concern that's a primary concern and then god whenever they have time mm. and if especially they seek god whole uh, like they start doing pilgrimage mm-hmm. once they finish their responsibilities maybe around 60 65 years oh really Th- that's where they so re- retirement then you can focus on god god okay. Th- that's a, that's that is the philosophy in vedas mm. and uh, that's what people mostly okay they try to see god during that time mm. so most people are too busy or concerned about other things to think too deeply or very deeply about spiritual issues yes but you were thinking these things already i was thinking um because from my childhood onwards as i grown up as i was growing up um i i don't know i think i this is a curiosity i have all the time so um, and uh, and also as i was mentioning before different cultures we, we have different religions and then we have different different festivals and then i had all these questions why christians worship jesus mm-hmm. why muslim goes to mosque why they wear that kind of attire and why hindus are not allowed into mosque or um, and also we we in hinduism itself we have a caste system right and we have a caste like scheduled caste lower caste people they are called untouchables mm. i go to temple as a hindu but they were not allowed into the same temple mm. even though they were hindu also. even though they were hindus and my school was in between in in midst of this this people the colony and we do see a lot of differences in in the school they these students they would be sitting behind of us mm. and we would be sitting in front of them and uh, the toilets only they would the teachers would tell them to clean not us mm. so but but i am so curious wh- why is it so what 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 is wrong here what what is wrong with these people but at the same time i couldn't ask all those questions mm. i i just storing up in my heart i think i start that that's, that was the main reason i was during my masters and by then internet was uh, already famous and uh, anybody can uh, search things on internet so that's where i started seeking and i started searching okay yeah so at some point your in your studies and your research led you to come to the united states mm-hmm. so tell us a little bit about the work that you've been doing here and uh maybe in a way that we can understand it because i want you to know as you're listening to this sudakar is one of the he's a brilliant man he's a very smart intelligent man and some of the research he's done is totally over my head i can tell you that So just tell us a little bit about that and then mm-hmm. and what happened when you came to the US. So as I had pursued my masters in biochemistry, I have done my PhD in India in uh, tissue engineering. We were actually trying to convert stem cells into insulin producing cells for the treatment of uh, diabetes patients. Okay. So as part of that once I have finished my PhD and I had published a couple of papers 
I got an opportunity to do my postdoctoral studies. It's nothing but uh, research. I, 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 I came to Georgia Tech, Georgia Institute of Technology, Atlanta, and uh, past couple of years, I have been working on trying to use the pig cells, um, pig cells which secretes, which gives insulin, whether we can use them for the human uh, mm. who have this type 1 diabetes, as you might have seen people uh, taking insulin injections, hmm. but we were focusing on uh, cell therapy. Okay, very interesting. So you were here studying and researching this, these doing experiments and mm -hmm. writing mm -hmm. your findings. Mm -hmm. So um, what is it like coming to the U.S. as an international student coming from India to, to study here in the, in the U.S.? It's very interesting. Um, I dreamt of being coming to United States from my childhood onwards. I watched uh, Hollywood movies <laughs> while growing up. So, uh, of course, I, I planned in a way that I can come to States and, and pursue my career and chase the American dream mm. and make uh, good fame and money and settle in the United States. And lots of Indian immigrants do, they come for this exact reason, right? Prosperity and because uh, United States, the difference between India and United States is, I think, um, I'm not generalizing, but I think if we are working hard and putting the same efforts in United States, you are being given uh, plenty of opportunities. Mm. Uh, there are very less chances people pull you down. And also um, the life, style is very different in the United States. Uh, you have everything uh, on online and life is easy yeah. if you have a good uh, salary every month. But in India, um, it's, it's highly crowded and uh, India has its own problems and um, many people look to United States mm, okay. because this is a country uh, which gives you opportunities mm. to, to chase what you wanted to do. Mm. So you came to the U.S. How long ago was this? Just a it few years. It was 2010. Okay, mm -hmm. and you came to study to do research, but also to pursue the American dream. Yes. So what did you find in as you came? Well, as I was mentioning, I already I always seeking uh, who is God, and also I had brokenness. And in during masters, I used to smoke a lot mm -hmm. because of my brokenness and loneliness, and uh, when I married my wife, uh, we were friends for four years in in uh, southern part of India while doing PhD, and then we were married. And my wife also uh, came to know the Lord from a Hindu background. But when I was married, I was not a I was not a believer. Okay. So what happened during my first night uh, on the day we were married and the first night, she. She prays to God asking, God, as we are going to start new life, uh, bless us, keep us safe. That was a very strange prayer for me because as a Hindu, I, I cannot imagine praying to God directly like that. Mm. Because I knew that uh, we were sinners. So how can you pray to a holy God? Like as if you are praying. So this is, a, this is a question I ask my wife, like, how can you pray to a God like, as if uh, he's your friend. And then my wife explained me, uh, God is our father, he's our creator, so he's our father. And uh, God doesn't look your past. God looks your present situation and he wants you to have intimacy with him. Mm. 
and and then she she read the first corinthians uh, 13 chapter about love it is profound mm. uh, uh, it, the way the letter has been written and, and it talks about love and then later on uh, i moved on to atlanta and my wife need to be in houston uh, in rice university for her post doctoral studies um i haven't during all my life since i was alone i haven't seen ideal couple in my life mm. a married couple uh, because i was away from my home and uh, i really did not experience my dad's love in my life mm. and um, my wife also had similar issues so when we were married uh, my wife was expecting uh, that father's love from me as a husband and she's a biblical woman i really didn't know what does it mean mm-hmm. um and then we you know we keep quarreling all the time on phone and uh, when i was uh, really broken and felt i'm not able to take this relationship any further i think i need to uh, i need to get separated mm. because i was so confident while watching hollywood movies that now i'm in united states and nobody is going to ask me mm-hmm. i can separate it and i can marry another woman and i can live yeah. the way i want it you're away from your community so no shame upon you and things like this big in india yeah that is big shame but now since we are here who cares mm. and i think it was proud in me mm. uh, being having education and uh, being in united states uh, i'm sure i was i'm making good amount of money as well so and also um my dad and my mom uh they didn't have a good relationship and he did not come from a marriage mm. as he thought that i'm marrying a low caste woman mm. and so definitely i'm not in touch with my dad at all i was really hating him as a being a father he was supposed to take care of my marriage and everything and instead of that he couldn't come from a marriage so i was really angry so with all that I felt very confident I think I can get separated from my wife the 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 day I felt uh, that night I think at the same time I had that guilt uh it's not good mm. you know when you are trying to think this way in I think you have a consciousness yeah. all the time no that's not good what you are thinking and then I also heard a voice saying that no 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 that's not the reason you married your wife there's a reason I brought her into your life I really I as I was saying I always believed in God and I was pretty sure that was God's voice. Mm. And um that night I called my wife I expressed honestly this is what going on with me and she understood my situation and she is very mature and strong woman mm. and uh, she explained again the gospel. Mm. I think people hear gospel several times but yes. when they are broken when they are in the broken state then only they give their heart what other person is saying otherwise it's always like goes above your head mm-hmm. and she should, she just uh, shared in very simple terms god is love and uh, you need to be you need to know him when you know him he fill you with the, with that love and you can show that love to me as well as other people mm-hmm. and god forgives our sins since he forgives our sins you also need to forgive you are dead so that you don't need to carry all this burden mm. and um, you will have peace and joy and we can give all the burdens to jesus 
we are not supposed to carry any of these burdens and that's what exactly i was feeling i have been carrying all these burdens yeah. past 15 years <clears throat> and after my marriage it's it's really heavy and um she she shared and then she introduced me at church in lilburn and i started going to church of course when she shared i was really rude to her saying that you christian woman you are trying to convert me mm-hmm. how dare you speak to me like that my wife was very honest telling me i cannot convert you that conversion the word is wrong you are using but the transformation mm-hmm. I, you are not a small child that i can enforce you to become a Christ follower or you believing Jesus but what i can do is i can tell you the truth <laughs> and that is the truth he died for your sins and because he loves you and he had resurrected he had raised from death to life on third day if you believe in him you will have eternal life and peace mm. an abundant life he promised abundant life and um, so so that's all i can tell you and the work the rest rest of the work god would do <laughs> i can only pray for you that's all she was very patient and uh, very mature i think now when yes. i think back very mature i was so angry and i was so rude but i didn't i didn't get that kind of response from her and there on uh, i started going to church mm. uh, yeah and so the church would welcome you even as a international student that's a beauty here um indian church in lilburn um the pastor would come to dorwell uh, mada station and then he picks me from there and then he would put me in the guest room and uh, and they would prepare special food for me i never experienced such love from anybody in my life mm. like a guest room and picking somebody and and also he always talked very mature things i never heard from my dad mm. especially spiritual things as i was saying i was longing to know god i never heard from anybody and pastor he talks about god and spirituality and jesus and and the life and the meaning and the purpose and and that's all i was looking for and when when he was sharing i i felt like i'm accepted i'm loved and also the when i go to church on sunday the people are so loving uh, and i don't see the partiality like i'm a hindu and they're christians but they're so welcoming and and keep asking me questions and and so loving like i never been offended um because of that fellowship because of my pastor's love i i i i wanted to go every sunday mm. i really don't know they worship what he's preaching at the time i used to sit at the back pew whenever i feel bored i just <laughs> get out of the church but they were so uh, loving people they never really asked uh, you need to sit or mm. you know they never demanded from me anything right. uh, they were very free with me and uh, but they were just en- encouraged me to pray and encouraged mm. me to read the bible uh, though i started reading uh, matthew gospel of matthew but i really did not understand as it, it takes into parables um but the fellowship was so important for me because i never seen such acceptance mm. uh, being at i had grown up as alone in campuses before and that was huge mm. impact in my life so fast forward because we're running out of time you you did give your life to follow jesus the lord jesus yes 
and baptized. Yes. And you're following Jesus. Mm-hmm. And you're sharing the gospel, mm-hmm. making disciples. Yes. And now the time has come for you to go back home to yes. India. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit in the last couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. What will you do when you go back? Now you go back. You came as a Hindu, someone who is lonely, someone who is broken, even proud. Mm-hmm. You're going to go home, mm-hmm. completed, made whole, forgiven and saved by the Lord Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what's different now? What will you be doing when you go back? So maybe I'll just say at what stage I took baptism. So during all in this kayas, um one night I was really broken and that night uh, I just I just simply prayed a prayer saying God I don't know who you are I'm so much confused would you please take off the burden lift lift up all the burden and I give my life I was really crying in that night and I had my bible with me and I opened Psalm 34 comes mm. the Psalm 34 8 verse it says this poor man called and God heard him and delivered him from all his troubles I was mm. poor in every way and uh, 18 it says god is close to the broken hearted yes. and he saves uh those whose spirit is crushed and I, exactly that was my status and then that changed whole life and i gave my life to the lord on october 3 2010 afterwards uh i started i i became very hungry and thirsty to read the bible and i i learned as i i started reading acts mm-hmm. chapter i become uh, i i realized that i need to go back to country my country because there are many people like me who are broken who are seeking god because india is called land of seekers mm. and that's how we left our jobs both of us we went back to india uh, we were doing uh, we were working among the north indian migrants uh, we were do we were sharing the gospel my wife used to write the uh, gospel tracts mm. we distributed the tracts uh, both of us we were working as assistant professors but we still do all these activities and um, God has brought many people through us into faith and we were really excited to see them growing now and discipling them now uh, it's time for me to uh, getting into full time missions we have a slum uh, there are around 200 families mm. uh, there are children who goes to school but then after school they don't know what to do yeah. so they don't have any facilities so we wanted to set up a uh, tuition after school program tuition and computer center and i'm going uh, with a, a grace client community birmingham okay um and the, my ministry is called pearls of slum pearls of slum yes mm. and uh, we we were we would also set up a sewing center for the women so that they can have their own income through these means uh, we would reach the community with the good news of jesus and um, hopefully god brings and we start a fellowship and church mm. and also uh, we would raise them leaders so that we can unleash them to reach out their own communities. That's incredible. So, so doctor, thank you for sharing with us today. Tell us a little bit as we close the best way to contact you, how to find information about the Pearls of Slum ministry that you'll be doing in India. Um, you can type in Google Grace Klein Community and you can go to Global Efforts and you can find Pearls of Slum. and then you can find the donation information and my story as well as uh, much other information about my ministry wonderful thank you for sharing with us today and god bless you as you uh, take the gospel and this good news back to your homeland of india thank you nathan